friends, welcome to the Stellar Human Project podcast. My name is Robin Such, and I will be your host for today's adventure. For those of you wondering what the Stellar Human Project is, well, I'm really an advocate for youth. I believe that it is our job as adults to teach these youth how to know their values, how to stand for their values, how to know when to stand up, when to walk away, how to change their minds with grace, how to move forward with confidence, and how to be the best kind of human they want to be in this world. And to do all of that, we also need to do that same work for ourselves. So welcome to the Stellar Human Project podcast. I am so glad that you are here with us today. my friends we are back with kiva again we love having kiva with us because she clarifies so many things for us um and she's super cool i don't know if if, i don't know if any of y'all checked her out yet but she's super cool so i love her um last time kiva was on the episode last month um she talked a lot about um like self-compassion we like that was a a thing that popped up a lot. And I thought maybe what we need to do a little bit in this month's uh, episode with Kiva is talk a little more about self-compassion and what that looks like and how we get that. Cause I know, I don't know about anybody else out there who works with kids. Um, you know, the, the youth have always struggled with that, like having compassion for themselves, keeping their personal expectations in check in terms of perfection and whatnot. And their self-talk, like how they talk about themselves when they're kind of in that big puberty change, their self-talk changes a lot. And, and I, you know, that I think has been consistent since, since long before, since I, you know, so long ago, I, when I was a teenager, it was not that long ago, but it was long enough ago. So I think that that's been one thing, but what I really noticed is the way that the kids talk about themselves and and the level the level of not niceness to themselves at such a young age now and i don't know whether that's social media or i don't know what that influence is um i don't want to blame everything on social media even though sometimes i'd like to but it is what it is and at this stage of the game social media is not going anywhere i think it's just going to continue to ramp up so i think if we are going to do best for these kids we need to start as early as we can teaching them about self compassion and the importance of positive self talk and all the things that go with that so uh i've tasked kiva with figuring out how we how we go about this cuz i think kiva am i not wrong that a lot of that kind of like lack of self-compassion and negative self-talk are things that lead into what we've been talking about, which is where, where things can start to get more clinical in terms of depression and anxiety, because we don't know how to be nice to ourselves. Is that true? Would that be, would that be a fair statement? Do you, do you think that's one of the reasons why we see such an uptake in youth mental health issues? Yeah. Honestly, I don't know. Well, first I want to say thanks again for having me. So happy to be here. Of course, we love having you. You're like a regular. You don't have to thank us anymore. You just belong. You only have to apologize if you don't show up one month. That's what we yeah. do. <laughs> Perfect. Um, but I honestly don't know what 
it is about social media. I mean, I could probably tell you like a pro- like a few things, but it's definitely just the culture in general, I think. Um, and it's really just open the door to more of these. I was actually corrected too about my language today, which is, I love being that. And instead of using negative self-talk or like ne- negative thoughts, they're just unproductive because they're just thoughts. Uh, okay. unproductive. Yeah. So yeah, more of these unproductive thoughts, I think are living in kids' brains these days. And then yes, it ends up exacerbating itself into, um, more of the things that we see clinically in terms of depression or anxiety. Um, but even if it's not, it's still making these things that everyone is experiencing like anxiety and depression at the very basic level at that typical level, way higher than it should be. So I don't know. Social media is an interesting, interesting addition. Lives. <laughs> it's a it's a beast I don't know what to do with and I don't know maybe one day we'll get brave enough to dig into that a little bit <laughs> yeah. um um but it's definitely hi 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 it's its own thing yeah just before we started recording I was talking about how much I I, I don't love social media <laughs> uh, it, I don't think it's negative I think it's uh just unproductive there you go <laughs> <laughs> to take the lesson because I've been calling it negative self-talk. So maybe I just need to change all of my language from negative. Cause we talked about this in the very first episode with, with the language around emotions. Like I call them negative, negative, like neg- negative feelings or negative emotions. You're like, mm, no, they just are. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to try and erase negative from my brain and use unproductive. I love this. Yeah, I like that too. And it, it just, yeah, it makes you think about things in such a different light. So I really like it. Um, so that kind of is a good segue into self-compassion and this talk um, about just how important it is in this journey of whatever journey you're taking, whether it's a mental health journey or a relationship or anything like that. Self-compassion is just so important in all of it. Um, and so understanding like what it is, what it's not is also so important to understand and then why it's so important. Um, So I'll kind of dig into it more. And it's like, we'll talk about self-compassion in terms of it being like an umbrella. And then there's all these terms within it that we'll kind of dig into. Um, But one of the, one of these things that, or a a quote that I found when I was researching for this was, um, is by this man called Rupi Carr. And it's how you love yourself is how you teach others to love you. So this, um, this first will be about how we're going to teach ourselves all of these skills. So just how it was before, where before we can really teach our kids and teach um, our students or whoever's around us, we really need to understand this for ourselves. So this will be kind of that talk about okay. how related to ourselves um so when we talk about self-compassion and why it is it's so important first I love the google so I googled compassion just so that we have like an understanding of like what this word means and there was two definitions pick my favorite and it was concern for suffering or misfortune so 
when we're talking about ourselves, it would be so concerns for your own misfortune, mis misfortunes or suffering. Um, but the key to that definition would be the concern. So if you're concerned about something, that means you care. So ultimately, that care for yourself is what we're talking about when we're talking about self-compassion. Um, so in terms of that, when you're thinking about that in the umbrella, there's all of these terms that fall within self-compassion. So I'm going to list them off for you. Yeah. Um, so there's self-respect self-kindness, self-growth, self-knowledge, self-esteem, self-awareness, and self-care. Okay. So, so many things to like dig into in like all of those, but before we kind of go into what all of those are and why they're so important in terms of self-compassion and like why we're practicing all of these things, um, let's talk about what self-compassion is not. I was going to say, I, I feel like when you said we we're going to talk about that, I was like, oh, that's a, that's a good place to start. Because you do hear, like in, in your umbrella, you talked about self-care, which is a very buzzword right now. Oh, self-care, self-care, self-care. And I'm like, oh, yes. it's, it's like, like when we talked about, when we talked about emotions, self-care has become this like weird collector of all kinds of things some of which I do not necessarily know I don't know maybe they are maybe they aren't I guess you'll tell us but I'm like language people our language the language we use no wonder kids are confused because we're confused about language so thank you for jumping into what it's not first because that for me is going to be very interesting yeah of course um so some of these things are just these are the things that have come up with but they are not limited to there's so many things that self-compassion is not but some of the things that it is not is people pleasing and we find that so many people do it we're taught to do this we're ingrained to do this oh give them a hug it'll make them feel better oh do this for your aunt because it will make them happy go give grandma a hug at, like while we're leaving a dinner like these little things that you're taught oh I have to do x to Please, people, this is not showing yourself self-compassion in the slightest way. Um, so it's just interesting that as a culture, that's something that we're taught, like ingrained in yeah. teaching. I think as girls, particularly, we're very, yeah. very much taught not to rock the boat. We're yeah. very, very much taught to not, not talk too loud, not disagree too often, right? Like we're really, we're really taught to people, please. And I mm, guilty as charged over here. And I'm, I'm now trying to learn how to undo some of that. And it's, that's way harder to learn than to learn how to not do that in the first place. Definitely. Um, also, I mean, those of us who are in leadership roles have to be very cognizant. Mm -hmm. That's, that's for sure where a challenge comes in for us. It's like, where's the, where's the line? Where is the, the line for us in terms of what our expectations are of these kids? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. that's where the self-compassion comes in too. So it's just like a big circle. It's, it's <laughs> really interesting. <laughs> um, um, so negative self-talk or these unproductive thoughts that we, we might be having often or continuously is also not something that is showing yourself self-compassion. Um, as much as 
a lot of us feel like these thoughts are just taking over like we have no control we control ultimately we control these thoughts that we're having um whether and again whether you feel like you can or not that's a different story but you can control it so really taking initiative to show yourself that self-compassion to change some of those thoughts into something more productive mm-hmm. I find that interesting because we we 100 have control over what we think and often what we think is just what we've made things mean mm-hmm. I would say people are meaning making machines and mm-hmm. if you don't like what it means make it mean something else mm-hmm. and I I have a funny little story I'm going to totally interject here but I have a friend I don't know did I tell you about my friend with bad road rage did I talk about her okay so I have this friend who gets has really bad road rage and um she used to get so mad all the time and then we were in a workshop together and the facilitator was like, here's the thing. You're never going to know why that person cut you off. And right. You're never going to know why they cut you off. And, and so if you're making it mean they're a gigantic asshole and then you get mad and then you get wrote, but why you're never going to know what it really means. So why don't you make it mean something else? And so she decided that she was going to make it mean that they had diarrhea. (laughs) And then it, what, this is what happens. She laughs. The first thing she thinks is, oh my gosh, that person has bad diarrhea. And then she laughs at herself. And then she continues to make up the story. And she was like, they have such bad diarrhea. And that's why he needed to cut me off because if he doesn't get home first. He's going to poop his pants and nobody wants that for him. Oh, you go, buddy. You get in front of me. Uh, he mm-hmm. changed the story, which made him change what went on in his, in, or in her, in her head. And I thought like that's has stuck with me so often. Because now whenever somebody irritates me, I just, I laugh and I tell myself they have diarrhea. And then, <laughs> and then it changes my thoughts about the situation. Yeah. Honestly, it changes everything. It changes your perception, everything of how you're feeling. It changes so much. So that is just so important to really realize the power of your thoughts. So just, yeah, it's so important. You're really showing yourself self-compassion when your thoughts are more productive and right. Um, are just more serving to to you. Yeah. Awesome. This is good. This is two episodes in a row. I've talked about diarrhea. So (laughs) (laughs) here in my last episode, we talked about diarrhea too. That's amazing. Apparently Uh, on my mind. (laughs) I digress. Carry on. (laughs) Okay. So um, next would be not allowing yourself this space to feel emotions or express them. So as much as we feel like I can't cry or I should not, that should, should word. I don't like the word should. Should has so many, has just like a big expectations on it. And it's just like, but no, exactly. You can can do whatever you want. There's no should. So um, just having the space to feel how you feel uh, to and express it in you know appropriate ways if possible but to express it in a way that you feel comfortable um, when you stop yourself from doing these things this is not self-compassion either okay um uh demanding others to fulfill your needs mm-hmm. this is not you're all guilty of this yeah it, and it's a tough one because again, like you're like, oh, like I can see your face, like as soon as I said it. And it's something that we all do. Again, it's in our culture. It's things that you 
just think it's like, okay, if I do this, then of course they'll do this for me. And they should be fulfilling this need for me or whatever that looks like. Exactly. The, this is where that, that you set this expectation for something that should not be, there should be no expectation there because you need to fill all of your needs. And then what everyone else does extra is just extra and it's a benefit, but being able to really fulfill your own needs is that very self-compassion piece so in expecting others is not not self-compassionate at all (laughs) I did a whole episode uh at the beginning of the podcast series about expectation because Mm -hmm. expectation is such a big troublemaker because usually we have expectations but we don't they're unspoken Mm -hmm. different thing if you have a conversation about expectation and then you can navigate and negotiate then that's different, but we, we don't do that. We just have these expectations in our heads, whether we're, no matter who we are, every, every human, I think every human I've ever met. Yeah. That's, that's such a big one. Oh, those darn expectations. It is. And it's interesting also just to think about as in, like, even in the society that we live in with so many different cultures, like, how are these expectations created? Who created them? And, like, how did they now get to, like, what I've decided as this expectation for whatever scenario this is? So it just makes it so hard as, like, people to, to really, like, interact in a way that is going to be productive because, again, these expectations are so different for everybody it's not something that's streamlined. So it it just, it's challenging. So it's easier just to meet your own. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Um, and then like the last one that I thought about was not following through with what you say you're going to do. Um, and this one is like, I would say like one of the most important one, cause it, it helps with the, all of the other ones, because ultimately It's like if you had a friend who always were like, I'm going to do this and they never followed through with it. Eventually you'd learn like, oh, this isn't like my friend isn't very reliable and she's not going to do all these things that she says. So think of it in the same way with yourself. Your brain is basically a bystander to all the information that it's like giving and putting out, like putting out and receiving. So if I tell myself, oh, I'm going to work out today and I don't, my brain in, in unconsciously understands like she said she was going to work out, but she d- didn't. Okay. And this happens for the seventh day in a row. My brain is learning that this, I'm not reliable. I can't rely on myself for things. Yeah. Um, and that's also when we start getting into things of like self-efficacy and if we're if we believe that we can actually do things and it starts affecting our self-esteem and other things like that. So streamline it all the way back, following through with what you say you're going to do is so, so important. And when you don't, this is not showing yourself self-compassion. Right. We need to keep our word to ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's such a, that's such a big one. And you know, it's so hard because we are, we are good at letting ourselves off the hook and making excuses for ourselves mm-hmm. are we ever mm-hmm. but it's hard and it's very hard yeah. okay keeping our word to ourselves yeah and I love all of those because we'd have literally full conversations about all those little things but yeah, 
but it's just those are just some some of the examples and not limited to of course of ways that we every day probably unmindfully are not showing ourselves self-compassion um so this is where the work is so important to be intentional and to become self-aware is one of the ones that we're talking about um and to really do this work to understand like this full umbrella that we're talking about in self-compassion well that's it that's our episode head on over to stellarhumanproject.com and join the stellar human movement the first thing you'll get is our four-week kindness warrior project this is a four-week project that lands in your inbox with all the resources that you need to spread a little kindness in your world. A little kindness to those around you and a little bit of kindness to yourself. You'll also find all kinds of information about our upcoming workshops, both virtual and in person, and how you can have our Stellar Human Project team come to your space to talk to your team, your parents, your coaches, and your students. Well, that's it for another week. I can't wait to connect with you again next week. In the meantime, be kind, be love, be a stellar human. Mm -hmm.